How good can the Cubs starting rotation really be? Danny Duffy post lockout. I like it. Locked on Cubs coming up. You are locked on Cubs. Your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday to you. Great to have you with us. Locked on Cubs. I'm your host, Andrew Bellison. Before we get any further, I want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We know you have a lot of choices out there, and I cannot tell you how much it means to me that you come to me in the morning so we can talk Cubs baseball together on your way to work, on your way to school, while you get ready at home, or while you're just hanging out. This episode brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need, and can even negotiate better deals on the ones you do want to keep. Thank you for taking the time out today to make us your first listen. Want to welcome you to the show. Happy Friday again. Please, I remind you every morning, but I truly, truly mean it. Interact with us on social media at Chicago Cubs PA, my handle. I know I'm not the PA announcer anymore. I'm not changing the handle. At Locked On Cubs uh, for the show's Twitter. Reach out to us, engage. Uh, it's more fun for me if we can talk together and back and forth. I love to interact with baseball fans and Cub fans on social media. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being with us as we get ready to cruise into the weekend. Great stuff for you today. Our ballpark food tour rolls on. Top 20, we almost cracked top 15. We're getting into the top half of the best food offerings around Major League Baseball. News and notes from Iowa, Rule 5 draft, and more. Little Cubs nuggets coming at you. But first, I want to dig in and ask you a question. How bad is the Cubs' starting rotation? Oh, wait, you know what? Let's paint that in a positive light. A better way to say it is, how good can this group really be? We're taking a deep dive into the Cubs' rotation today. We're going to take a, a group of a position every, every day here moving forward. We did the Cubs' bullpen yesterday. What it looks like. What it could look like. Should they make a few moves? What moves do we think they're going to make? And today we shift to the other side of the staff and look at the starting rotation. You know, this is kind of funny because a month and a half ago or so, this group was essentially Kyle Hendricks. And now weeks later, the makeup of this rotation is suddenly so different. Uh, this is probably the area that many would say needed the most amount of work on this Cubs team transitioning from 2021 to 2022. They did not have statistically the best year by any stretch in 2021. Uh, and one of the reasons that this club was 10 games over 500 in June was because of that bullpen that we talked about yesterday, picking up the slack for a lack of innings by this starting rotation. Um, 23 of 30 in innings pitched 
last year for Cubs starters. 23rd in the league out of 30 teams in innings pitch. So they were not gobbling up innings by any stretch last year, putting a heavy load on the pen, which was able to hold up pretty well until the trade deadline when some pieces were were sent away. Here's how it shapes up now, though, which is already dramatically better and post-lockout would presumably improve even more depending on what Jed Hoyer and company decide to do. Mention Kyle Hendricks. I'm just listing him number one. I'm not saying he's your ace, but I'm just I'm calling him first because he's he's the vet of this staff, right? Uh, turned 32 the other day, so happy, happy belated, Kyle. Had a really down year in 2021. I mean, let's be honest, but he's essentially been the model of consistency throughout the course of his career at, at just 32, and he'll be 32 for the entirety of the 2022 season, still right in his prime. Because he's been that model of consistency, I personally have no doubt that he will bounce back in 2022 to the form that that we know he is more capable of and that really is is him. So moving on from Kyle from what was essentially the loan lock for the rotation just a few weeks ago, you bring in Wade Miley. We've discussed him on Lockdown Cubs plenty uh, over the last week or so, but Wade Miley was a waiver claim from Cincinnati not that long ago. 35-year-old veteran. Been around the block, fastball, cutter, changeup, um, occasional breaking ball. You know, we've seen a lot of Miley pitching with the Reds. And again, he's been around. But think kind of John Lester repertoire uh, if you're if you're thinking about what he's going to bring on the mound in terms of pitch selection. I love, love, love this move. Um uh, you talk to Red fans, they're they're PO'd, man. I mean, the fact that they Cincinnati let him get away for what would have been essentially $10 million a year coming off the year he had last year. He was really good in Cincy. They're bummed, and, and rightfully so. This was a sneaky, kind of under-the-radar almost move by the Cubs, um, and I don't think it's necessarily garnering enough attention. It's it, is it super sexy? No, but this is a big deal. Wade Miley is an established veteran pitcher who brings so much to the table, and with him and Hendricks, you know, feeding off of each other in this rotation, I, I think it's phenomenal. Lots of good stuff on Wade Miley. My favorite tidbit, though. Pitched in 11 seasons in Major League Baseball, and he started 28 or more games eight times. So you know he's going to take his turn out there every fifth day, and, and I just love that, especially when you, you know, trying to assemble a group who's going to eat more innings. Well, you're, you're going to get that from, from a guy like Wade Miley. Third guaranteed lock piece, Marcus Stroman. We've talked at length about Marcus, and man, I can't wait to watch him pitch here. Love what he's all about. Love his moxie. Love his approach, his attitude, off-the-field prep. I just, I'm I'm infatuated by this guy. You know, he's your new staff ace, essentially. Um, is he a prototypical number one? I don't know. What's a, You tell me, what's a prototypical number one? Um does he throw 100 miles an hour? No. Does he strike out 250 guys a year? No. And nobody does anymore. But to me, he is the staff ace. Um, cutter, slider, curve, fastball, good fastball, uh, 
wouldn't label him as a huge strikeout guy per se, um, but he has sensational command and just a huge, I mean, unreal ground ball rate, nearly 60%, 57 and change, induced the 10th most ground ball outs by any starting pitcher in all of Major League Baseball a year ago, um, which is another reason to to bring in a, a, a more bona fide shortstop with a ground ball guy like him on the mound. But I love this signing, and, and I cannot wait to watch him pitch here. I think he's really going to, excuse me, I think we're we're really going to be spoiled with Marcus. And Wade and Kyle, I mean, that three-headed monster at the top is great. So where do you go then from there? Well, here's my bubble, guys. You got Alex Mills, Alec Mills, excuse me, Adbert Alzali. Justin Steele, Keegan Thompson, Adrian Sampson. We talked about a lot of these guys yesterday when we looked at the bullpen because depending on how things shake out with the back end of the rotation, you might see these guys in the pen or the rotation or both, you know, just depending on how things work out. Minor league depth-wise, Corey Abbott, Cole Stewart, Brandon Marquez getting healthy, we hope. Um these all hinge on another post-lockout move, and we're going to touch on that in a moment. little wrinkle in the Danny Duffy plan that, that I had preached for a while. The bullpen shape will essentially take effect as and be sorted out as well, judging on how four and five slot out in the rotation moving forward. If, if it were today, here's what I'm saying. Going backwards, fifth spot, I'm giving to Alec Mills. Um, again, if there's no other moves made, pretty consistent guy, you know what you're getting from him at this point. Last year, actually probably pitched a little better than the numbers might show to the naked eye. 15 to 20 starts last year. He gave up three earned runs or less. Um, could be a swing man or a long relief guy, depending again on how the puzzle pieces do end up fitting together. But he has shown and proven that he's been more successful in a starting role than coming out of the bullpen. For starter, then, I, I, I'd like to give Albert Alzali another chance to show what he can do, hopefully over an extended period period of time, now that he's fully healthy. I mean, listen, get, served up a ton of home runs, struck out a ton of guys, has really sick stuff, super live arm, hot fastball. He's young, all good, good attributes. Um, I want to see him get a solid chance in 2022 in the rotation again. Although he was very strong out of the pen last year after he struggled in the rotation and came back from his injury. Um, with that said, I want him in my rotation to start the year. Again, him and Mills provided that no other moves are made. You know, we touched on these guys yesterday, uh, Justin Steele, Keegan Thompson, strong candidates for the bullpen rotation as well, depending on what happens moving up to spring training and in spring training. It'll be really interesting to see how this plays out. I do think there's a lot of good young arms that can fill roles in either the pen or in the rotation, and I'm excited to see how that all fits together. Now, moving on to what I was talking about earlier in the week, Danny Duffy. He's been linked to the Cubs post-lockout. Very good potential, right? Been a Royal forever. He's pitched, you know, lefty veteran, good fastball, 93, 94 mile an hour, slider, curve, change, 
uh, goes fastball slider like 75, 80% of the time. So that's like the big boom, boom, one, two punch combo for him. Best year came in 2016. It was 12 and three through 180 innings, nine and a half strikeouts per nine innings, three and a half ERA, just a really solid year. This guy's been really consistent, uh, live arm Southpaw throwing him into this mix really says to me, we're here to win. If you're the Cubs. Shuffle some of the younger arms out there, as we discussed, back out to the pen, which only makes your bullpen that much better. And then the fifth slot, if you brought a Duffy in, could take time to get sorted out with Mills, Alzali, Thompson, et cetera. However, this was all my plan. Sound good up here, doesn't it? Sounded really good. Found out yesterday that Duffy did require surgery on the elbow that kept him out for the back half of 2021. Good news, bad news. What do you want first? Good news is he avoided Tommy John surgery and had the flex and tendon surgery needed to repair that elbow in October. So he's already well on his way to recovery. He's going to ramp up again sometime in March. Uh, now out until June, probably for live game action, however. So, bummer. There goes my plan. Maybe not. Still salvageable? Potentially. Here's my take. One year, lower cost deal, maybe second year option, going to pitch out of the pen next year for half the year, probably. If things go well, maybe he stays in that role here as he progresses in his career, or you transition him into the rotation in 2023 on a team-friendly option. Hey, this is a, a, a gamble, and I will. It's a, it's a slight gamble. This is a risk I'd like to see the Cubs take. We'll see how all this shakes out, but Danny Duffy, even given the injury, which we just found out about, or, or the surgery, rather, I like that move. I do. Coming up next, our ballpark food tour rolls on. We cracked the top 20 best stadiums in terms of food choices throughout Major League Baseball. Can't wait to keep rolling on that. You know, I, I want to remind you, we've talked at length about this as well, but this holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better, Built Bar is filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, and it's covered in chocolate. On the flip side, it's low in calories. It's low in sugar. It's low in net carbs. It's low in fat, super high in protein. You get the best of both worlds. This is truly have your cake and eat it too. Like some of those marshmallowy treats around the holidays, but don't want to overindulge. I get it. You need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, they're fluffy, they're marshmallowy through and through. They have different flavors. They're all covered in chocolate. They taste so good, you won't believe that they're actually good for you. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. That's Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. How about Stance Apparel? You heard a lot about it lately, especially because they just launched a new line of active apparel. Plus, it's holiday gifting time, and Stance is the coolest gift you can give. They were founded in 2009. They represent a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel. Boring stuff, now made fun. Did you see some of their new genres or new offerings? How about the Harry Potter collection, Disney, NBA, Major League Baseball? Check them out today. You won't believe how soft and comfortable their stuff feels. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in. Visit them today 
Use promo code Locked On at checkout. Enjoy the color and comfort of less ordinary with Stance. Do yourself a favor. Register for an account. Stance.com, 15% off. Use code Locked On. Locked On Cubs rolls on after this. Welcome back to the show, Locked on Cubs. I'm Andrew Bellison. Thank you so much for being with us today. Happy Friday to you. We roll into the weekend. Thank you for making us your first listen here this morning. It really means a lot. I, I, I say that every day. It's not in the script. I mean it. Thank you. Your downloads mean the world to me. Thank you for making us your first listen. We are free and available wherever you find your favorite podcast. Please check us out at Chicago Cubs PA on Twitter, at Lockdown Cubs for the show. So our ballpark food tour is set to roll on. We need to see about funding this project, uh, seriously, and taping these in person because this would be so much fun. It'd be like, uh, you know, like a, a diners, drive-ins, and dives of, of the ballpark world. Today we go from churro dogs to chili as we make our way to number one. We won't get there today, but we'll start at number 16 out west, Arizona, Chase Field. This is the churro dog. Pretty much one of the greatest things you may have ever heard of, especially if you have a sweet tooth. They won Best Donut-Based Food by Major League Baseball in 2021, which is essentially the Academy Awards for any donut-based food in any ballpark around Major League Baseball. The Churro Dog 2.0 amps things up just a little bit. Get this. Oreo churro inside the traditional donut bun with vanilla ice cream, whipped cream, chocolate sauce, strawberry sauce, and extra Oreos. This is one of the most decadent stadium desserts, period. My oldest daughter would probably sacrifice me for this dish. But because it's only a dessert, Chase Field still comes in only middle of the pack at 16 overall. But this is their best food offering if you make it out to a D-backs game. Rolling on to number 15, we head all the way east. Nationals Park in D.C. Best food item, the chili half-smoke hot dog. It really doesn't get any more patriotic than watching America's pastime in our nation's capital eating a hot dog. On top of that, the park has D.C.'s legendary half smoke, soaked and smothered in the district's famous chili. Baseball dogs in our nation's capital, Nats Park, number 15 overall on the list. Keep it out east for number 14 on the list, the Philadelphia Phillies Citizens Bank Park, a cheesesteak, of course, right? A Philadelphia cheesesteak. Tony Luke's the best cheesesteak in Philly conversation. If there was a better selection of cheesesteaks to indulge in at Citizens Bank Park, Philly would have ranked higher on this list, but there's really not a huge selection. Tony Luke, Citizens Bank Park, Philly cheesesteak. Duh, right? Here, Let me tell you this. If I ate meat, and again, we don't, and I went to Philly, I'm going to Denix, and they don't have this at the ballpark, but that's that pork and broccoli rob sandwich on that big, thick white bread. I'm skipping the cheesesteak entirely. I'm going for the pork. Don't come at me for this. I'm just saying. Check it out. Cubs news and notes coming up. Rule 5 draft results from yesterday. And big news also from the Iowa Cubs. I'm not sure if you heard about this yet or not. Before we get there, I want to take this time to remind you that Bet Online has you covered all season long with more props, better odds, and better lines than ever before as football season churns towards the playoffs. 
not the Bears, unfortunately. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action all season long. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. That's right, 50% for your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKED ON to receive your bonus. Bet Online, fastest, easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Locked On Cubs rolls on after this. Cubs fans, baseball fans, welcome back. Locked On Cubs, I'm Andrew Bellison. Can't thank you enough for being with us. Here this week again, it truly means the world to me. My first full week as host of Locked On Cubs. I'm having a ball. Uh, I'm learning as I go. Please let us know what you like, what you don't like. Engage with us at Chicago Cubs PA at Locked On Cubs on Twitter. Locked On Cubs is part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Some news and notes and tidbits here as we round out before we head to the weekend. Cubs had their Rule Five Minor League Draft a couple of weeks or a couple of days ago, excuse me, lost a pitcher, Carlos Ocampo, to the Mets, but picked up Connor Menez, who's a left-handed reliever from San Francisco. Lefty swing man, could force his way up to the big league club in 2022. Be fun to watch this one uh, and see how he fits into the Cubs' plans. Overall, productive day. You lose an arm, but you gain an arm. See what, uh, keep an eye on Menez as the season progresses next year kind of a cool tidbit on connor is his granddad bill Plummer, was a 10-year major league baseball veteran mostly with the reds but had two at bats for the cubs in 1968 so there you go grandpa and grandson both cubs although uh we hope that menez has a more than a couple appearances with the big league club in his career and out of Iowa, big news for the Cubs and their minor league organizations. Michael Gartner sells the team, the Iowa Cubs, which he's owned since 1999. The news broke a couple of days ago. Endeavor, which is a global sports entertainment and marketing company based in Beverly Hills, California, has bought the iCubs. And according to the Des Moines Register, it's evoked some shock, sadness, and even fear for the future of the AAA team, the top minor league affiliate of your Chicago Cubs. So what does this mean exactly? Well, Gartner said this week, the new group will take over the lease for the stadium, which runs through 2027. It's a move that assures the team will stay in Des Moines until at least then and potentially longer because it has an option for a pair of five-year extensions on the back end of that lease. Additionally, Iowa Cubs fans, don't worry. In January, the team announced that it had signed a 10-year pro development license with the Cubs, ensuring that as long as the team follows the guidelines of the agreement, including maintaining facility standards, it will remain a Chicago Cubs affiliate. Iowa Cubs, great organization, big deal in Iowa, great fan base, really happy for the Gartner family, as well as any Iowa Cubs fans and the Cubs organization as a whole, keeping that group in the family. And best of luck on the smoothest of ownership transitions. As a matter of fact, we'll be joined at some point here in the near future, most likely next week, by the voice of the Iowa Cubs, Alex Cohen. Their broadcaster will join us to talk on Cubs, some of the young arms that he's seen so much of that we may see in the bigs here coming up, the ownership change, and much, much more. We get to the Hall of Fame 
next week as well, as those votes should be tallied here coming up in a little over a month. I'll give you mine. I want to hear yours as well. We made it through the week. It's Friday, heading towards the weekend. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Now I ask you to make your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms, as is Locked On Cubs. Until Monday, have a great weekend. Behave yourselves out there. This has been Locked On Cubs. I'm Andrew Bellison.